0: Stick around to the end of the show, and I'll reveal how you can be on our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. So let's get started. Karun Kiswami, you are the Kaswani, you are the senior product manager for educational services for Amazon Web Services. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about what you do and how it works.
1: Cool, um, so I con- like manage a portfolio of educational products that is provided by Amazon Web Services. Um, when I say ed- like portfolio of uh, educational products, meaning like I kind of drive the roadmap for those programs. Um, those programs are basically catered in providing cloud learning resources and tools for hands-on practice to basically everyone. Um, be it students in high school or middle school or, or in universities or someone who is looking for a career change from, let's say, marketing to a cloud entry-level cloud roles, um, to someone who is not employed uh, and wants to start their career in cloud. Um, so we have all the resources available that uh, people can use to kind of start their cloud journey. And... Interesting fact is like cloud is now or for past five to ten years is one of the the most required skill in or in IT industry to start your career. Huh. Uh, so that is where we are. We come in to picture to help everyone IT and non IT professionals gain that skill set and maybe like start their career if if that is something of their interest.
0: And why is it that that Amazon Web Services is offering this? Um, so
1: we've done the research in the market that there is a lot of uh, skill gap in the sense like all the industry, like you say, take like Netflix, which everyone uses like streaming platform, it's on cloud. Um, you you go into like Uber and everything, like everything is now on cloud or people are migrating or I would say firms are migrating to cloud because it's more secure, accessible, and employers don't need to control the cost associated with maintaining the infrastructure. Um, so now the cloud has like to maintain these. In order for companies, we need talent. We need that skill set to kind of you know work upon like how we can migrate from their uh, like their resources into cloud. We need people who can professional basically who can um, help the help firms to do that. Um, and based on recent research, there is a very big, huge skill gap at this point of time. Like the cloud jobs, year to year, they are growing 30%. And compared to the education that is provided and the professionals that are in the market, uh, there is there is a huge gap. So Amazon Web Services is, is kind of, it's one of the biggest cloud uh, platform in the market at this point of time. So in order to help close that skill gap, like train as many people as they can. And um, through these educational programs, we want to reach to a uh, major or larger audience to prepare them to train in cloud skills so that the skill gap can reduce and firms like imp- companies can hire those professionals and help them kind of move to cloud, which is now the, the thing in the, in the industry.
0: So, So it sounds like, Amazon Web Services has made a business decision that in order to continue to scale and grow, there need to be more people out there that know what it's doing, it and other yeah. people who have cloud services. And so it's providing this, uh, these educational services, training courses to anybody who's interested in getting in into cloud computing and cloud technology. Yes, that, that's correct. How do you get into this?
1: Personally, uh, me? Yeah. Um, uh, so I, my background is in IT. Um, so I came from India. Um, I started, I did my undergrad degree uh, from India itself. And uh, I have, I love coding. Like I, I used to like coding and programming talent. So um, I have been in this in IT industry for eight years now, or I would say 10 years. Um, and then While I was working in India for Oracle, um, I built systems that helped the company grow and the market, the the technical market, it was growing like new technologies, like big data, artificial intelligence, like everything was coming. Um, That is when I thought like I should be doing my master's to kind of upgrade myself. And I enrolled um, for master's degree at Northeastern University at Boston, Mm -hmm. came here, did my education here and then got into um, Amazon after graduating. So I like throughout my journey, um, education is very important. Um, I understand the value of education and uh, frankly, like the position I am in my career, it's all because of the education. And so I was basically, I am kind of driven to provide education to people. kind of help them out in in any way possible by mentoring, coaching, everything. And within the Amazon, I came across these programs. I I did use AWS Educate, which is one of the programs in my master's, like doing my project there. (laughs) Uh, So when I came across an opening for this program, um, I was like quickly kind of interested in it because my vision and the program's vision kind of matched. Uh, so I got the role and have been associated with this program for, I would say, five years now. Um, we've reached globally, like, users, students, professionals, uh, non-IT professionals. And it feels good, kind of, um, helping people to kind of get a job. Uh, we've Through our programs, we have helped, like, thousands of uh, users to get a job in cloud industry, uh, which feels good that I'm helping. Uh, and I want to continue in this field, like education field, like cloud, maybe, uh, because uh, it makes at the end of the day it makes me happy that I am kind of contributing to people and uh, and you know helping them grow in their career.
0: I'll give you a really interesting fact. I learned how to code in 1969. 19- That's pretty good. What, what, <laughs> Beginner's all-purpose. <what>? <laughs> Beginner's all-purpose symbolic instruction code, basic programming. It was that programming language was developed by uh, John Kemeny, who was a mathematics professor at uh, Dartmouth College, where I did my undergraduate work. And we worked on a uh, a mainframe, and we coded everything with uh, either tape, punch tape, or Hollerith cards, punch cards. Wow, that's (laughs) awesome! Isn't that isn't that amazing? And and here we and I remember. I don't know it must have been 1971 there was some convention or exposition at the college in the winter and I w- walked up into the student union and all these guys were standing around with these boxes And I said, what's this all about? He said, well, these are called microcomputers. And in 10 years, everyone's going to have one in your home. And I said, get out of here. No way. (laughs) Because we were working on a mainframe. It was, you know, the classic mainframe sitting with the flooring and the refrigeration and all the stuff, right? And, and, you know, we had 2K bit of, of storage to work with. So you learned how to program really, really really parsimonious programming
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it's crazy like how things have developed like even in school I was learning how to code and I can see how the transition has happened in the IT industry like yeah it's crazy yeah so it's it's changing
0: so so tell me uh, this show is called listening with leaders I'm really interested in talking with people like you you're an up-and-coming leader how important is listening in the work that you do um, listening is the most
1: important thing in in any field. Be a leader or you're starting a career. Uh, like in, in the, there's never one solution to a problem. Um, so every person has a different approach to a problem, like solving that problem. Um, uh, so it is important to kind of listen out to others and understand their kind of theory and around solving the problem statement. Um, and you get to learn like the approaches, the different approach that you a person can take in order to solve a same problem. And that teaches you, like it opens your mindset, it broadens your vision and kind of help you grow more. So if you listen to people, um, first of all, you understand the other person's personality. You understand the way of thinking of the other person, and you get to know the person in a much better way rather than you keep on talking and the other person says <laughs> nothing. Uh, and you build relationship while listening as well.
0: Uh, so do you have, now you have, you have people to report to you? I, yeah, I have. And, and how, do you re, how, do you, how do you stay in touch with your customer base?
1: Um, So we do have like a a session or a focus group that we kind of conduct uh, with customers um, to get their input on what do do they think about our products um, and how they basically kind of um, do they What do they like? What do they they don't like? What do they want to see in our our products? And we kind of, what we call it as voice of customer. Um, And so we have built-in programs for voice of customer. We do kind of monthly reviews through like focus growth, through surveys. um, And that kind of helps us learn about the uh, in-market need or customer need and then kind of work towards it. Uh, Same applies to like folks internally who wants to grow in their career. So you have to listen to people in order to help them out. Um, and like what they want, and then we can kind of collaborate more in a better way to kind of help everyone where they want to achieve.
0: So are, do you participate in any of those focus groups? Sorry? Do you participate in oh, any yes. of them? So when you're listening to customers, how, uh, you know, I talk about levels of listening. If you mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean by that concept? Multiple levels of listening. So you're listening to the words, you're listening to the stories, you're listening to meaning and you're listening to their emotions and feelings. How many levels do you think you're listening? At how many levels are you listening when you're listening to customers and focus groups?
1: Uh, We do. I would say uh, we do look at like the words that they're using um, and uh, even like the meaning that they are trying to portray. A lot of customers that comes in don't want to hurt your feelings. Uh, Okay, of course. Yeah, if they don't like your product, some are politely saying that, okay, This is not something I like because it doesn't go with my uh, growth. Uh, But we try to basically maintain the environment that where you have to be open and think of it as your stage to say anything you want. We we do not want you to restrict because it is you that makes the product. Um, So be open, use any word you want and just blast the product in a, in any way that you want. So
0: yeah, we, and you have to create safety for them then.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so like, safe. yeah, we need to create an environment that whatever you say is not going to hurt you in any way. Like right. you're not even hurting her feelings, so we right. we won't take it personally. It is about learning. So be feel free and open to say whatever you want.
0: And I would imagine you get a lot of really great information in these conversations. Oh, definitely. Like
1: the true like. When we do like a year planning, these these interviews that we do with customers and the feedback that they provide, they drive what we would do next year, what we uh. want to kind of, what's the next phase or version of the product. So customers drive that.
0: What's been the most surprising thing that you learned from your customers in listening to them?
1: Uh, the surprising thing is like they want uh, the basic product they are not looking for fancy stuff. It should come. It should meet the mid like a minimum requirement at least. Um, and you should think your customers as, um, they don't know, or you start from somewhere like where the customers don't know anything. Like your, your product should not be built on an assumption. Ah. So if you are, let's say Mm -hmm. I'm teaching you cloud, um, you should not think that you know you know understand coding. You understand uh, you know technical terms. That should not be your basis of creating a content. If you are targeting for a cloud entry level role for non-IT professionals as well, you should start from very basic and then take to take them to a level where they start understanding the cloud terminologies. So your basically customer has taught us that. Assumptions are, doesn't exist. you need to be clearly defined as to what customer wants and start working on it. Don't assume anything
0: do you, now do you produce the training in-house?
1: Yes, we have a team uh, which can, which works on developing the content for our products mm-hmm. um, and create like labs which is hands-on experience related to that content. so uh, we have a specialized technical trainer. Uh, team that they, they work upon.
0: Have you ever experienced a situation where somebody didn't listen carefully and a mistake was made, or there was a error that could have been avoided?
1: That happens. Um, everyone is human, uh, <laughs> so we do make mistakes. And but we, the point is, we should learn from those mistakes. And like time, like the not every day is same. So when I'm talking to you or someone else is talking, uh, they may not be in a mood to listen to you and miss that information. So uh, the environment, the situation also kind of varies when listening comes into picture. Um, And that could lead to, you know, uh, some requirements not being met and kind of issues happening. So in, in this scenario, it is very important to understand the, uh, person's kind of mindset whenever you are working with them are they in a good shape and kind of you know in they are in the mood to have a conversation and understand things uh, it is important otherwise they will be they physically be present but not listening and thinking about something else
0: you've seen that before what do you do especially if you're on remote and you're on zoom how do you yeah. how do you engage people who seem to be checked out
1: the most important thing is to respect their time and um, and their their personal space, basically. like So you, the first and mo- most important thing is to schedule calls uh, within their work hours, not going beyond that. Uh, that is when people have the mindset of working. So um, first do that. And then um, you start the conversation with like, having discussions around like basically like how's your day going, making every, anyone, like, everyone comfortable and then gauge like whether, okay, if there is something else going on in, in a person's life, maybe work is not important at that point of time and, or maybe delay. So you need to gauge or onboard the other person to the same kind of uh, agenda before you start the call and respect so we kind of, I think this is in our organization, uh, our work life and, and personal life is valued a lot. Like they have to be separate and personal life, family time is, is valued a lot. So if anything is going on sp- with your family, uh, it is appreciated. It is, you, you are made sure that your family comes first and take care of them and work can happen later on or it will, can be done by somebody else if it is urgent. But family comes first, uh, so we need to create that kind of environment for everyone to
0: contribute hundred um, percent. So that means that as a leader, project manager, you've got to be paying close attention to, to your people.
1: Oh yes. So we do weekly, like one-on-ones, oh. um, to understand like what's happening with the folks. How like it could be uh, one-on-one around their projects that they're doing could be career, uh, what they are looking in their career, how they want to grow. Um, if they want to talk about like what they're, in, they're going in their, their personal life and need some help or, or need, just need someone who could listen and and they can just talk about it. Um, so as a as a as a leader, this is important to hear out your um, peers as to what they have, what how how things are going for them, and whether they are happy in their current role, in the current position or not. Um, It is your, as a leader, it's your responsibility to kind of uh, make sure uh, you are meeting the needs of your peers and and help them grow.
0: So do you ever run across people who disagree with you? Yes.
1: Uh, So one of the leadership principles of Amazon, Amazon has like 14 uh, leadership principles. So one Mm -hmm. of them is disagree and commit, uh, which is basically, yes when a decision is being taken or something has been suggested, uh, a lot of different people have different opinions and maybe somebody doesn't agree with what you have. Um, But in order to keep the business going, uh, we have to take a decision. So uh, looking at the data points, what can be valued, it could be experimental decisions. Um, We take it and the person who doesn't agree is okay they keep their point of view that okay these are the things that i don't believe and i disagree with but hey if we are going with it i will commit to it whatever is required i'm going to give my hundred percent um so everyone's opinion is taken but yes it is very hard to kind of keep everyone on the same page uh but we, we we work as a team and kind of work towards whatever decision has been taken, we work towards that.
0: So the culture is that you, when you're in the decision-making process, you listen to all the voices, air all the disagreements, make sure everybody's been heard, and everybody commits to the idea that once the decision has been made, that everybody will get 100% behind it, even if they disagreed with the decision in the first place. Okay, yeah. And and I would assume that, you revisit your decisions after the project is complete or whatever it is you're deciding yes. and, and say, was our decision-making process effective or not effective? Was was Joe over there who was screaming and yelling and telling us what idiots we are? Turns out he was right. How come we ignored yeah. him? Stuff like that, yeah. right?
1: Yes. So every project, uh, after the project is delivered, we reevaluate. We have few KPIs as to like, what are the success criterias we do re-vis- revisit. And maybe whatever the other person suggested would have given us a better success stories. So it everything is all about learning. Everything teaches us. Uh, maybe the other person's uh, idea was great, but because of X business criteria that was along the way that was on the side, uh, we were not able to look at the better idea. Uh, so the, every project, everything, Helps us learn and grow. And we kind of implement as we go work upon the next project.
0: Interesting. So your your title now is Senior Project Manager? Senior Technical Product Manager. Senior Technical Product Manager. What's the next career step for you?
1: Um, So next would be either it is going to be like head of products or like the main person who manages all the product, um, with different product business owners. Or otherwise, it could be director. Okay. So in and- Amazon, it will be like a prince. It could be either head of products or, or principal mostly. But mm-hmm. if I let's say move to a smaller firm, like a startups, it would probably be a director level.
0: I got it. Interesting. Ah, yeah. huh. and you love your work. Oh yes,
1: it enjoy. It's like every day you get to learn something new, uh, interact with lots and lots of folks, uh, because my calendar looks like full of meetings. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all talking. And frankly, I am I am the person who talks very less, like I'm an introvert. Uh but getting out of my comfort zone and working in a role which is you're, you're required to talk is is something like teaches you every day and uh, like how to put your point forward. Um so yeah uh, and again you I am trying to educate uh, folks around the world since all all the products are global. I'm trying to educate all the folks around the world to get um, into cloud, which not only helps you kind of uh, be ahead in the IT market, um, but also gets you paid more uh, compared to other roles. So it feels good that you are impacting directly or indirectly uh, in everyone's life.
0: Wow. Sounds like you've got a you you've carved out a really great space for yourself.
1: Yes, I would say yes. Uh, educational field, education domain, like um, that has been interesting, and I think uh, a lot of. So I I have started also like judging the school events as well. Um, so I go to like middle school, high school huh. fairs, educational fairs. Uh, projects that they do so I do go for judging as well and I'm like really surprised like how students have kind of evolved like compared to what I was and looking at the students today uh, the mindset the practical learning that they're getting is is amazing like you you get to learn so much from them
0: and you get uh, really excited about that
1: well, yes so I have my I have a one-year-old son uh. And so I know things that I will be doing with him. <laughs> yeah.
0: One more question, and we'll wrap up. Yeah. So, Tarun, if there was, if you were to reveal one thing about you that nobody would know unless you told us, what would what what would be that one thing?
1: Uh, I would say like if you're looking for professional thing about Either, me, any, it doesn't matter. Okay, I, I'll be talk about professional because. Uh, That has taught me a lot like where I am. So um, what I kind of believe is like people either are like born talent, they're just natural or the otherwise like people who kind of hard work and grow. Natural people kind of, yes, grow. um, They will succeed and they will grow because they have the talent if they uh, choose the right path. But then the next section is the hardworking people. Uh, so I kind of come into the hardworking section. Like you have to work a lot. You have to work upon your skill set and talent to kind of grow in your career. What or whatever you are doing. And the biggest thing is like you have to be disciplined and respect the work that you are you are you are doing. Uh, that makes you. That kind of drives you and motivates you to keep doing the same thing again and again and again. Uh, so, and it is it is difficult to kind of motivate yourself, getting up every day. So you have to be very disciplined in what you're doing. And hard work requires a lot of hard work. Hard uh, work
0: and discipline and persistence. Yes,
1: yeah, it, that, uh, frankly, that will take you to um, reach height in whatever uh, career you are. All right, great answer.
0: Well, thank you so much, Tarun Kiswani. I I really enjoyed the conversation. Same, yeah. Thank you so much. Doug Knoll here. Thank you so much for listening to Listening with Leaders. If you are a successful executive leader who would like to be on this program, please visit podcast.dougknoll.com slash podcast. If you got something out of this interview, would you please share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on the social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag listeningwithleaders. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to my website, dugnoll.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. That's at Douglas E. Noel. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next show.